Why don't we lift up our hands and give the Lord some praise one more time in this place. Hallelujah. Lift up your voices and call on that name that's above every name, Jesus. Jesus, we give you praise, we give you glory, we honor and magnify you tonight. I speak the name of Jesus to my problem, to my trial. I speak the name of Jesus to depression and anxiety and fear. I shout the name of Jesus against the enemy, the adversary of my soul in Jesus' name. I pray victory in Jesus' name. I pray victory in Jesus' name. I claim victory in Jesus' name. Oh, somebody shout the name that's above every name. Let's give him praise. Let's worship and magnify him. sounded so good. Why don't you give the Lord another hand clap of praise one more time. Give Jesus some glory. Hallelujah. Jesus, we love you. We worship you. We magnify. We glorify. We lift you up. You are worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. My, 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 what an awesome time in the Lord we've had today, this morning. And again, praise, worship, praise team, the worship tonight. Absolutely fantastic. Amen. I just enjoyed today so very, very much. Have you had a good time today? Praise God. Amen. God is so good. Good to be all the time. And all the time, God is good. Amen. Praise God. It's good to see everybody in the house of the Lord tonight. And uh, we have moved chairs around to try to help accommodate. And it feels so much better because the tape is tacky. Literally and figuratively. It's tacky tape. Tacky tape is tacky. So we've tried to move and adhere to some form of social distancing. Although I read an article today that said about 6% of these hundred and some odd thousand or whatever deaths caused by COVID were on, only COVID related. That 94% of them that COVID was given the, the credit had two or three other major issues that would have probably done them in or could have being one that had COVID this summer and I survived, thank the Lord. I guess I could too be a statistic, but thank the Lord. And for me, and I know it's affecting people differently, but suffice to say, I mean, I have a friend that lost 30 pounds, almost lost his life. He's only a couple years older than I am. And uh, so it does affect people differently. I understand that. I know people that have passed away from it. But they had, the ones I know, had other health-related issues as well. But everything's in his control. 
Amen. And we are going to continue as best we can to assemble ourselves together for his glory and his yes. honor. Amen. Amen. And so it is good to see everyone here tonight. I know there's many not able to be here. Or maybe they didn't get the text in time. They maybe not had plans or had made other plans. And uh, we had social distancing last Sunday morning. We had about twice as many people as we have here tonight with social distancing. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm just glad I don't have to be spiritually distanced from the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Well, it's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. I, I've enjoyed every song. I, I'm, I was looking. I've got all their, their songs here in the list. And, and just the words. I just listen. Every, everything, every song has really pointed, I think, to a, a thought, a word that I have. I feel like I have a word from the Lord. Uh, for us, the church tonight. If you are part of the church of the living God, amen, I have a word for you. You know how some, sometimes we come to church and we think, man, pastor was really preaching to them. We even look at somebody and say, pastor was walking down your street tonight. Amen. God must have gave pastor your mail. Now y'all get nervous right now. You just got quiet. I have a good, good news, a good word. Amen. It's an encouraging word. Amen. Praise God. But it's good to see everybody here. Great to see Brother Butler and Brother Butler. Amen. Brother Sam and Nate, amen, we love them, their family, awesome, awesome friends, and uh, they just wanted to come down and be in service with us tonight. I'm so glad they did. Great to see Rodney able to be in the house. Amen. Amen. Recently had an accident, and car was doing one of these kind of things, and he's able to be here tonight. Praise God. Amen. Good to see you, Rodney. Amen. And good to see Brother Lemus and Christy, all y'all back there, Lemus family. And we're going to pray that the whole family, amen, just revival in the entire yes. family. Amen. Yes. Praise God. Yes. And uh, Ashton, good to see you. Amen. Here, this is Sister Alyssa's sister. Amen. Good to have her with us. Amen. And just, uh, man, we got a great church. Amen. I'm just looking around, looking at all y'all. Man, y'all just amazing people. Amen. And great to have the Lord of the, of the house in the house. Yes. Amen. Amen. I want to go to a very familiar passage in the book of Acts, chapter 16. And I, I'll, I'll read a few Verses. <clears throat> I don't know how far I go. I gave him about 11 verses, I believe, but I may not go that far. We'll see. Could turn into something like we did Wednesday night. No, I, poor Brother Bryson was up here playing the organ. I started preaching, and we just had a good time. And it was one of those services that just God was just the, we were just going with the flow. God was moving. And, uh, <clears throat> and I do need the Lord to help me tonight. Acts chapter 16. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. <coughs> and when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them, Paul and Silas, 
into prison, charging the jailer uh, to keep them safely, who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. First two songs they sang tonight talked about, well, actually, even the last one had a, had a line in it that talked about strongholds breaking Chains falling. Curses breaking. Foundations are shaking. And greater things are coming. Matter of fact, that's the song they started with, Greater Things. They talked about how our God is an awesome, or sang about how our God is an awesome God. He's the one true living God. He's Alpha and Omega beginning and the end. He's joy in times of sorrow. He's bread when I'm hungry. He's water when I'm thirsty. And He is the reason why I'm living. He is an awesome God. And the same God is the same God Paul and Silas were serving when they were thrown into this prison. Verse 25, And at midnight Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great Earthquake, things will change. <laughs> and things will shake. So that the foundations of the prison. My, my wife didn't know what I was preaching tonight. But there's some songs that they've sang tonight. Talked about that very thing. And immediately all the doors were opened. And everyone's bands were loosed. You see, it's... Don't ever underestimate the power of your praise and the power of your prayer. Because your prayer and your praise can change someone's circumstance. It can change your circumstance. When I'm going through it, there is one that's greater. And his name is And immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed. And the keeper of the prison awakening, awakened out of his sleep. And seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself. Supposing that the prisoners had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. And then he called for a light and sprang in and came in trembling. And fell down before Paul and Silas. I just, I just want to throw this in here. I'm going to come back to that word trembling here in a second. But I just want to tell somebody right now, the very thing that has been keeping you captive is going to soon be trembling at your feet. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. The very thing that has tried to keep you from praising and worshiping and living for God like you want to live for God. is soon going to be trembling at your feet. Right. <laughs> fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Wow. Very one that had been given charge to keep them <laughs> prisoners now wants to be delivered himself. You're not hearing me. You didn't catch that. The very one that wanted to keep them, that was in charge of keeping them in bondage, 
Now the tables are turned. Now he's asking to be set free. I'm, try I'm trying to get through this text. I don't want you to have to be up here all night again like we did the other night. Appreciate him playing his anointing. Amen. And they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And thou shalt be saved in thy house. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes and was baptized he and all his straightway. And when he had brought them into his house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. I, I want to preach on this thought tonight. They want to put up the title. We won't be stopped. We, the church, will not be contained. For greater is he that is in us. I said, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I won't be contained. We will not stop praising. We will not stop worshiping. We will not stop magnifying the King of kings and Lord of lords. We sing that song, I just can't stop praising his name. Let, we, really, you can be. You can stop yourself. We, should, we ought to change the words to that. I won't stop. Because we do have a choice. And I feel like I'm speaking for our church family tonight. We will not be stopped. Because greater is He. <laughs> He's still Alpha, Omega. He's the beginning and He is the end. He's the everlasting. He's the almighty. He's the mighty God in Christ. He's the Prince of Peace. He is the everlasting Father. He is which was, which is, and is to come. We will not be stopped. His church will prevail. Somebody shout hallelujah. <laughs> Maybe we will have a little time like we did Wednesday night. Hey Amen. I'm feeling the... the Spirit of the Lord is in this place. Holy Ghost is moving. <laughs> Turn to two or three people and say, we won't be stopped. Young people, we won't be stopped. We will praise. We will worship. We will magnify. We will live an overcoming abundant life through Christ. Paul said in Philippians 4, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Look at somebody and tell them, you can do all things through Christ. Praise God. God helped the preacher tonight because he really needs help. God minister through me tonight. Speak to us. Give us ears to hear what thus saith the word of God in this place. 
We give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' wonderful name we pray. And as you're seated tonight, would you give the Lord another rounding hand clap of praise? Somebody shout yes. yes. Amen. At risk of upsetting anyone that might be tuning in later on the podcast. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting political tonight. Uh, the church really has no business getting political. But rather the political world ought to get religion. And get in the church. It's not the church that needs politics. It's politics and politicians that need to get in the church. Well, amen. But there is a phrase. And I had to look it up this week. Because I wanted to get a deeper and better understanding of where the people that are using this phrase, where they are coming from. And I know where they're coming from, and I know where they're going if they keep using it. <laughs> there is a phrase called cancel culture. There are movements and rioters and looters and defamers and dis destructors of property and even life itself that are hiding behind a name of a movement. I won't even say it. But they are trying to cancel our culture. Cancel culture literally means a form of boycott in which someone is barred or thrust out of social or professional circles, either online or in the real world. And when one is canceled out, they say they've been canceled. And the definition of cancel is this. It means to neutralize or negate the force or effect of another. I don't know if you caught that or not. Literally, the word cancel means to neutralize the force or effect of another. And we do have an adversary, the devil, that knows that he is absolutely no match for our God Almighty. He, he is no match for the King of kings and Lord of lords. And he, but, but he will do anything he can to neutralize the power of God in your life. He can't stand up to the power of God, so he tries to stand up to the people of God. He'll try to come into a church and divide to conquer. He'll try to sow discord. He'll try to sow unbelief. He'll try to get one person to look down their nose and be judgmental of another person. Right there in the middle of the house of God. Why? Because he's no match for the power of God. And the only thing he can do is try to neutralize the power of God through you. But greater is he that's in us. And I won't be neutralized. I refuse to have the power of God negated in my life. I got the power of the Holy Ghost 
the spirit of Almighty God. I will not be neutralized. I will not be canceled by the world. I will not be neutralized by the enemy. We will not be stopped. Amen. James chapter 2. Some of you can quote this, this verse. Verse number 19. Thou believest that there is one God. Thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. I just felt something in my spirit that you need to look that up. You need to study that. The devils believe in our one true God and they tremble. That word tremble is a Greek word. P-H-R-I-S-O. It's pronounced friso. It's like in Spanish, frio. They say, I say frio. It's cold. The devils will shudder. The devils tremble. But at the name of Jesus, they get the chill. Let me tell you the one thing. This, I, almost, I almost titled this here in a second. You'll, you'll hear. I almost titled this tonight, The Thing That Chills Hell is the fear of the devil of our almighty God. You need to, you hearing what I'm laying down right now? I'm telling you, God puts chill bumps in the devils. They are scared to death of the almighty God. So if God be for us, I said, if God be for us, the very God that the devils, because of their fear in who Jesus is, God in the flesh, at the name of Jesus, they chill. You just need to look the adversary in the face and say, dude, you need to chill in Jesus' name. You need to chill out. I know it's a little humorous, but... Man, I was just like, this is so good. The devil going to have to chill tonight. The thing that can chill hell. James 2.19. The devils believe and tremble. The devil loves to try to put his fear that he has on, his, on God's people. But God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Devil, you better chill out because I come to you in the name of Jesus. Devils have to tremble. Devils have to flee at the precious name of Jesus, the power of the Holy Ghost. Gonna help somebody this week. You're gonna be going through something. You're gonna be like, "This is gonna. God's gonna bring this to your remembrance." You're gonna go, "Devil, you better chill out in Jesus' name. Get out of my face. Get out of my home. Get out of. Get away from my family." 
Because see, Paul wrote it like this. He said, you submit yourselves to God, then you can resist the devil, and he has to flee. You know why the devil flees? Because you are submitted, and you are committed, and you can resist the devil when you're submitted and committed to God. You can resist him, and you can come against him in the name of Jesus. And when you speak the name of Jesus, your enemy begins to tremble. I'm just now in my introduction. I'm probably not going to get through all this tonight. The devil has to chill out. The thing that chills out. The adversary of your soul is the name of Jesus. The name that's above every name. The devil believes in Jesus Christ. He knows who Jesus is. And he trembles. He shudders. He is overcome with fear. Because every time he's tried to rear his big old ugly head, God slaps him. <laughs> tried to set himself up one time in heaven. And God kicked him out like a falling star. I don't know what kind of kick or hit or matter of fact, he, God is so powerful, he might have just went. <laughs> Amen. The devils believe in God. And they tremble. Why? Because greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. You see, there is no limit to God's power and might. There's no limit to God's love and mercy. His mercies are new every morning. His mercies are from everlasting to everlasting. There is no limit to God's forgiveness and his grace. The Bible says his grace is Sufficient. <laughs> the reason we can have revival and see great things is because our God is still God. Amen. He still is all powerful. God never has rolling blackouts. God never has rolling uh, power uh, outages or power shortages. Hello, somebody. God's not cal like California. Thank God. Hello, and I know I'm singing to the choir tonight. <laughs> but God doesn't have to outsource. He's got plenty of power. Whatever you have need of, you can call on his name. Jesus, I need you. God, I need some more peace today. God, I need some forgiveness today. God, I need some more mercy today. God, I need your grace to lead and guide me today. God, I need another fresh word. I need some fresh fire this morning or tonight or whatever time of the day it is. And the devil knows that he cannot stop God. He cannot limit God. He cannot contain God. God, who's... Y'all can get... God is not contained in the universe. The universe is contained in Him. He's... The beginning and the ending. He's from everlasting to everlasting. He is omniscient and omnipotent, all-powerful and all-knowing. There's no limitations on God. Therefore, if we are His and if He is with us, we won't be stopped. 
Paul and Silas were here because they were preaching the name of Jesus. They were uh, preaching Acts 2.38 message. They were seeing people baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And therefore, they were placed in prison because the Jews, the Sadducees, and the Pharisees, they didn't like that. And so they're placed in prison trying to stop revival. And let me tell you, this, let me tell the devil this. Hey, devil, you can't stop revival. He will try to sow discord and disunity. Therefore, he will try to contain our praise and our worship. And Paul and Silas at the midnight hour, they, they find themselves in stocks and bonds in prison, in the inner prison. There was like no way of escape except for God. So they decided, hey, we might as well make the most of a bad situation and let's pray and let's sing hymns and let's, just, let's give God glory anyhow. I don't know what they were singing. He brought me out <laughs> of the miry clay. I don't know. That, I know that song wasn't written, but who knows what they were. They were singing something. When the Spirit of the Lord moves upon my chain. <laughs> hey, we got rhythm, Paul. I know. Check it out. When the Spirit of the Lord moves upon my chain. I don't know what they are singing. But they begin to have church. And God moved, caused a great earthquake, and the foundation shook, and they were loosed and had revival. Why? Because greater is he that's in us <laughs> than he that's in the world. I just wonder if the devil thought, oh, man, we got Paul and Silas chained up. Yeah, we can, we can take a break. Uh-oh. Hey, devil. Yeah, what's that? We, we, we hear Paul, what are they? They're, they're praying. Oh, no. Devil, Paul and Silas are in that jail cell. They're, they're praying and they're singing praise. Oh, no. Oh, no. Y'all, let's get out of here. Because greater is he that's in. You know what they were doing? You're going to like this. They were chilling out. begin to praise the one who's worthy of all praise and at the name of Jesus things tremble and that's my introduction because God's church cannot and will not be contained this country fought what they call a cold war it was a, a, a war between democracy, capitalism against socialism and communism and fascism around this world since World War II. History, we call it the Cold War. Some of you are alive. You remember the 1961 Cuban Missile Crisis in Vietnam. and you, you, Some of you remember these things and some of these, this new generation, they they, they're trying to cancel culture and they want to rewrite things and they don't want to, they want to make like socialism and Marxism and fascism and communism sound more appealing than it is. Because there's not one country that's been successful with. Oh, you're getting political. Well, the political need to get in church. I mean, even God said, 
<laughs> the Bible, the Word of God says, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Three most precious things we have, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The opportunity. It's not in my notes either, but that's good stuff. But for many years, the enemy of freedom and democracy and liberty tried to bring that us down as a country. I'm talking about the containment policy that this country implemented around the world to try to contain and stop the spread of communism and socialism. The devil, it's not a really a new tactic because the devil's been trying this, this tactic of containment against the church for thousands of years. Daniel, don't pray. Daniel, you need to stop praying. No, I can't. I won't be stopped. Why? Because I serve God. I don't serve man. Three Hebrew children, hey, you need to bow. Take a knee. Mm -mm. Why? We only, we only bow to the Lord. That actually sounds kind of current, doesn't it? Containment. You see, the devil knows that God is all-powerful. He's got that figured out. Sometimes I wonder if he's got it more figured out than we do of how great our God is. So he knows he can't contain God, so he's going to try to contain your praise. And he's going to try to contain your faith. Talk about faith. He's going to try to contain your worship. But I've got news for the enemy. This church will not stop praising and worshiping God. We refuse to be contained. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. If you refuse to be contained, give God some praise. If you say, I will not be stopped, I'll not stop praising, I'll not stop worshiping. Amen. I, I need to hurry. In the book of Acts, he said, in Acts 1, he said, you shall receive power, Jesus speaking to the disciples, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. When you get the Holy Ghost, you will receive power from on high. He, and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of of the earth. In other words, you will not be able to be stopped. Nothing can stop the spread of revival. When people make up their mind to have revival. The only thing that can stop a move of God in your life is you. I said it the other day. Jesus went to his home country. He did not many miracles. Why? Because of their un... When you get the power of the Holy Ghost, you already have believed. You wouldn't have got it if you didn't believe already. You just need to make up your mind. I will not be stopped. I am going to have revival. 
Matter of fact, let me put it in the present tense. I am manifesting revival. We are manifesting revival. The day of Pentecost started with 120. The Holy Ghost fell. It was like a wildfire going on. And it spread to 3,000 souls the same day. And not, and not very long, it spread to 50,000 people. Receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Why? Because somebody says, we refuse to be contained. The enemy believes if he can contain the church, he can contain revival. But I feel this. I, I just kept coming back to this this afternoon in prayer. Psalms 34. I will. Everybody say, I will. Bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually. That means I'm not stopping from my praise. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us, let the Apostolic Rock Church exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. When you refuse to be contained, and you say, I will bless the Lord at all times. God will deliver you from your fears. And guess who's going to be afraid? Hey, God delivers those that refuse to be contained. Those that make up their mind, I will bless the Lord at all good time and the bad time. In sickness and in health, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually. And if I make up my mind that I won't be stopped, he'll deliver me from all my fears. If you're battling depression and anxiety, you just need to make up your mind. I will not stop praising. I will not stop worshiping. I'm going to praise through it. I'm going to worship through it. I will bless the Lord at all times. And I'm closing. I got... A lot of notes. We don't have time to get through them. And I'm scaring the kids already. I will bless the Lord at all times, though. I will, like Psalms 98, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I will continue to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise and be thankful. And I will bless his holy name. I will praise him for his mighty acts. I will praise him for his excellent greatness. I will not stop praising him. I refuse to stop praising and worshiping and calling on the King of kings and Lord of lords. Somebody shout amen. amen. So I began talking this message about the cancel culture. 
And what cancel culture is, it's this trying to negate or neutralize the power or the influence of one on another. And I gave you part of the definition of revival this morning, which is restoration to use. I love it when a backslider gets praise back through because they are and they're restored for usefulness. God still has a purpose for a backslider. A new, this is these are definitions of revival. A new production, I said this this morning, of an old play. <laughs> a new production of an old play. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. It's at arrival. Revival is an awakening in a church or community. Awakening. It's a oh aha moment. Hey, greater is it. We we won't stop praising. We won't stop worshiping. We are having revival. We are manifesting revival. It's an awakening. It's a aha. We can reach the world with a saving message. We will, as you said, seek first the kingdom of God. It's an awakening in a church or community. It is an evangelistic, this is awesome, service. <laughs> well, see, we're Pentecostal apostolic. Or a series of services. And here's the purpose. Ready? It is, a, it is a service or a series of services. Every service at the Apostolic Rock Church is revival. Amen. But here, here's the part that just blew me away. Quote, I'm quoting, it is an evangelistic service or a series of services for the purpose of effecting a religious awakening. See, you, you didn't make the connection. Let me make it. Cancel culture is neutralizing the effect. Revival is manifesting the effect. We can't afford not to have revival at the Apostolic Rock Church. You say, well, Pastor, even on a Wednesday night or a Tuesday night prayer meeting, we're still manifesting revival. Yes. Why? Because we refuse to be neutralized by the adversary. I refuse to be negated by the enemy. I'm manifesting revival. Every service, every day, every prayer meeting, every boys club, girls club. What it's all about is manifesting revival. It's having an effect. Having God, asking God, praying the Holy Ghost move on every young person, every middle-aged person, every elder person. It's about revival. It's about God having an effect in his church. And when we tap in to that mindset, I say when, we have tapped in to that mindset. They're saying, hey, we are having revival. We will not be stopped from having revival. We will continue to pray people through to the gift of the Holy Ghost. I don't care how long it takes, we're going to keep praying. We're going to keep fasting. We're going to keep believing. 
Because I know God can't be stopped. And as long as we stay true and filled with the Holy Ghost and live an overcoming, abundant, and obedient life, we too can't be stopped. And revival's happening because the effects. Oh, man. Brother Tracy, I keep using you as an example. Hope you don't mind. A year and a half ago, he prays through the Holy Ghost. Changed his trajectory. Changed his, changed his life. You, you want to see what revival's doing? This is how revival has an effect in a life. This... Did you see these young fellas pray their mom through to the Holy Ghost last Sunday night? What is that? This is revival having an effect. Somebody else prayed back through to the Holy Ghost last week too. What's that? That's the Holy Ghost having an effect. That's the church having an effect. That's the prayer having an effect in the life of somebody that God loves and cherishes. That's called revival. I said, this is what revival is. It's about God having, you say, what is revival? We say, oh, let's have revival. Revival is God having an effect on the church, in the church, in me. Some people get hung up, and I'm done. Matter of fact, we're here. Watch. Close the iPad. I don't need it anyway. <laughs> False hope right there. Some people have this, or maybe they don't have, they don't have an understanding. What is revival? We use it, we use it so much in Pentecost, we kind of lost the meaning. Can, can I give us, Apostolic Rock Church, a little clue on what revival is? It's simply God. Having an effect. There's effect with an A-F-F-E-C-T and an effect. E the effect is what he causes. The effect is the result. It's cause and effect. Revival is allowing God. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. Revival is allowing God to have the cause in your life. Like David, is there not a cause? David had a cause, therefore he had the effect. That's the giants falling. That was the effect of a cause. Revival is. Revival is you getting in one mind and one accord with him to make an effect in your life. That's revival. I said that's revival. Revival is not judged by numbers. It's judged by the effect God has in a life. That's revival. That's revival. Your revival. Your revival. That's what revival. It's the effect that God has. So we've been praying, God, we send revival. He's saying, I'm already here. God would just send revival. He's like, 
man, I already delivered you some of you from drugs and alcohol and pulled you out of darkness into you into my marvelous light. What do you mean revival? Man, I, I feel the spirit of praise and worship right now. Come on, let's all stand if you're able. How many will celebrate God having an effect? How many will celebrate the cause that He's called us to? He's called us out of darkness into His marvelous light with and for a purpose. And that is to have revival, to make an effect in this world. My world. My life. My family. That's what revival is. It's God having an effect. Man, I'm telling you, I feel so good in the Holy Ghost right now. I won't be stopped from God having an effect. I, I won't be stopped. You know, this is kind of the spirit of revival here. It's the lady that pressed through the crowd because she had an issue of blood for 12 long years. I'm, I'm not going to be stopped. I'm going to touch the Him. I'm going to touch the Him of Him. I'm going to touch Jesus. You know what that he And what happened when she came with a cause, there was an effect. Virtue flowed out of Him. You know what that is? It's the same spirit of revival. Somebody said, I'm going to press. I'm going to praise. That's what happened to Paul and Silas. They're in stocks and bonds. They said, hey, we still have revival. Because God gave us a cause. We're going to pray. We're going to sing. We're going to worship. We're going to praise. We won't be stopped. And guess what? There was an effect that took place. There was an earthquake that took. They were delivered. And matter of fact, they saved the jailer and his entire family. Oh, what an effect. That's revival. And it starts with you and it starts with me. When we allow God to have an effect in us. I, I, I got to stop preaching. Because y'all are standing. But let's have revival. Let's, let's keep praying that God will make up the difference and have an effect in us and through us. At your school, well, homeschool, at the job if you have a job, in your family where it's probably the most important place that he have an effect is in your own home. Best brother amongst the best place for God to move is in my own house. I pray every day, God bless my family. I pray, bless my church family. I pray for our church family every morning. I call the name of the Lord over our church family. Because I love my family. I want there to be an awesome effect. Holy Ghost move. God touch Sister Annette. God still touch Brother Larry. God touch his heart. Give him strength. I, I pray for my, this is my family. God give us revival in our kids. I want to see you affect our children. Backsliders and new converts alike. Oh, come on. Why don't we just give God praise and glorify him before it even happens? Foundations are shaking